Hello, 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 hello. How are you today? We are going to be having a conversation around price set, price set, pricing, and the mindset you hold around that, and uh, identifying limiting beliefs you might have in regards to either raising your prices, charging your worth, um, all those sort of things. So we're going to do. Uh, discuss more than the challenges. We're also going to hopefully inspire you to take some action and start charging what you're worth or develop a plan to be able to start charging that. So let's start with talking about the beliefs that can hold us back from charging a fair price for our work. Um, It's super common for us to like hold all these beliefs deep down that we might not even realize are things um, when we are thinking about charging and how that might look. Um, Sometimes we'll say we're not skilled enough um, and that's something I hear so often, like I don't have the skills, but you have the ability to work on the skills Um, or that your work isn't valuable enough or nobody will pay that. And I will pepper in a bit of my own story with this stuff because this is something I've been working on a lot over the past like year or so. Um, but I also just want to preface this by saying that a lot of the time these beliefs are like compounded over time and really reinforced by some negative experiences over time. Like um, whether it's your own experience, whether you've gone to charge something and somebody's like, oh no, I can't afford that. Or whether it's other people talking about pricing things, because I find that happens a lot being like, why do they charge so much? Or, you know, all those sort of stories around that. So our beliefs around pricing can vary hugely. And it's, there's so many things that come into it, whether it's like part of your, upbringing, your culture, your experiences, um, the type of people you hang out with, whether they have um, certain beliefs that then you bring on too. Um, However, we'll go through some of the most common ones um, that I see a lot. And one thing is like people don't like talking about money. And I've always found this really, really confusing because I'd say something in front of my, say like my dad or like my family and they'd be like, you can't talk about that. I'm like, why? Like everyone earns money. Everyone spends money. Everyone has some form of relationship to money. Like, why can't we talk about it? Like, it just did not make sense to me. Um, So usually like, it's just one of those topics that is really, I don't know. I don't know why. Nobody likes to talk about it. Nobody likes to like, yeah, discuss it at all. Um, So whether it's, I don't know whether people think it's not polite to talk about it or whether it's rude. um, Yeah. I don't totally understand it. Um, And everyone's always been like, well, why would you talk about that? And I'm like, why wouldn't you talk about that? Um, But this leads to so much discomfort, even talking about pricing to begin with, because it's just one of those things that we don't like overly openly talk about this stuff. Um, So I have a couple of suggestions on how to kind of 
feel a bit more at ease with talking about money or even you don't even have to talk about it with people, just getting more familiar with it within yourself. So something I do is like I check my bank accounts every day and it's not from a space of like, oh my God, where's all my money going? Just being like, oh yeah, there's more there, there's less there. Just it being so normal, like as normal as you just paying for a coffee in the morning. Um, Another thing we don't uh like really challenging us when we're coming to pricing is a fear of rejection. Um, It can be super intimidating asking for a certain price. And I know I've done this so many times when maybe I've changed my price and with existing clients, I've been like, oh, no, no, it's fine. Or like, you know, I just don't didn't want them to be like, oh, no, I can't afford that anymore. Sorry. Or yeah, no longer see me. Um, All those sort of things. But sometimes it is just a part of it. Like you have to be okay with that. Like you're not going to be the right price for absolutely everybody. Um, And there's no reason why you should be. So getting a little bit more like understanding on the rejection piece behind the fear of like changing your pricing or charging your worth um, is a really, really important one to start, like just being a little bit more familiar with and understanding the rejection behind it and what that means or and doesn't mean for you. Because at the end of the day, if somebody can't afford it, it actually doesn't mean anything about you. Um, but we like to sometimes just make it mean something about ourselves. Um, but it just doesn't have to be that way. You can just choose to not see it like that. And one thing I see a lot of people doing is maybe when they do change their price, um, they focus on the one person that's no longer purchasing from them or working with them because they've said it's because of the price. Um, They just focus on that one person rather than realizing like a couple more people have just signed up. Um, it's just changing that perspective of look at the opportunity, look at what's changing rather than just focusing on the one bad thing. Uh, I know it's easier said than done, but like we can also just choose to where we focus our energy. Um, sorry, in saying that, what I also see a lot happen or happen a lot um, is So people will change their price, believe that nobody's going to buy and nobody's going to want to continue to stay with them. And what they do is they kind of lean out and stop selling. They stop showing up. They do, they stop doing all those things, which then in turn makes it true because how is anyone supposed to book with you or purchase your products if you're not out there showcasing them and telling people about them? So it's like totally a self-fulfilling prophecy, but you get to change that as well. Like you get to show up even more. Um, And that's one thing I have done so much in my, one of my businesses or like both really, but um, especially in my pricing journey, in my beauty business, one thing I've done is as I'm changing my prices, I'm like, all right, this is my opportunity to show up even more and just share without worrying because I used to like promote myself absolutely everywhere but I would always have in the back of my mind like what if this isn't right or what if somebody like says something about the way I'm doing something or just like all these fears used to come up 
But as I've changed my prices over the year, I have decided that if I'm worried, that means I have the opportunity to even to get out there even more. So what I do instead of being like, oh my God, nobody's going to purchase or nobody's going to pay this new price. I am like, where can I show more people that my skill is there? My service is amazing. All these sort of things. So I show up even more. And Sometimes I can't sustain like how much I'm showing up, but when I am changing my pricing, it is a really important time to really look at maybe where you're already booked, where you've already got sales. Um, Because sometimes if we have everyone pre-booked in before we change a price or we have a big push of products before we change the price of them, you forget that people aren't just going to book straight away because they've already booked and purchased. So sometimes there's like different layers that we need to look at, like where people are already booked in, um, where they've already purchased up the products that they need for the next however long that is and not see it as, oh, my God, nobody's purchasing. See it, see where you've already pushed for them to already book or already purchase or whatever it is before you've changed your price. Because a lot of times we do this because we want them to get in before we change the price because it's a little bit scary and, you know, all these other things. However, we use that in our marketing as well. Um, So, yeah, I think sometimes we just make it this huge, huge, huge thing and we forget that we have so much control over how we show up, where we show up, why we're showing up and how convicted we are in what we're doing. So another part that comes up a lot when people are looking at charging, changing their prices, charging more, whatever it may be, is imposter syndrome. And I've not always quite identified with this because when I think maybe I'm not qualified enough or like my service isn't good enough, I'm just like, yeah, maybe it's not. So let's change it. So I, you know, I have so much control over that feeling um, rather than being like, oh no, nobody's going to do it because I'm not that good or, you know, whatever it is, you, you can decide on how you're communicating it. So maybe your communication can be improved on how you talk about your service or product or whatever it is. And maybe you can make small improvements of the process, how people are engaging, like um, the buying process, the product itself, the service itself, um, rather than worrying too much about whether you're good enough or not. Because, I mean, everyone's good enough for absolutely everything. It's perfectly fine. You just get to choose how you see it. Um And do you know what? There are always going to be people that are more qualified or like maybe their service is better. And this is something I really struggled with for a little bit was I went, I chose to go and look at um, other other businesses um, that provided a very similar product to a service that I did. And what I found myself doing instead of 
looking for the belief, like finding a new belief that, yep, people do charge more and it is possible and people do pay it, I instead fell into the um, trap of comparison. So I was like, wow, their product and service looks better than mine and they charge half as much as me. So instead of trying to find like, oh my God, yeah, people charge more and it's all okay and everything is perfect. I instead found myself comparing so badly and I was like, oh my God, everyone is better than me and they charge so much less than me. How can I do this? Um, But I didn't stay there for very long, obviously, because I did change my prices and I did market myself even better once I charged, as I was changing my prices. So Sometimes we can fall into the trap of comparison, but we also get to choose how long we stay there and what we do to get out of it. Um, and another thing I see a lot is just having like a huge lack of confidence. Um, but I mean, don't get me wrong. I have been somebody that has struggled with confidence a lot and it's something I talk about a lot, but um just finding those little parts where we can be like, yeah, do you know what? I am good at this part. And maybe you start with one little small thing that you are good at and you evolve to all these big things that you are amazing at and you are amazing. So you just have to find all that evidence that you are confident in what you're doing and connect to it all the time. Because if we just believe that we're not confident and we're not good at what we're doing and all those stories that sometimes we can tell ourselves, um, they're going to win. So let the confidence win instead. So I would like to remind you that whatever beliefs you do hold around how you're charging your pricing and all those things, like you have so much power to change those. Like you just decide that you can. And sometimes it's easier said than done. But you just have to like remind yourself every day, write it on a piece of paper, stick it on a sticky note on your wall, like um, all the parts that you want to believe in to be able to be more confident in charging what you're worth. Um, And it's just really cultivating that growth mindset where you believe in your abilities and all those amazing things and you believe you can improve and grow and not be a victim to overworking and undercharging, which I see so, so, so often. So I would love to ask you a few questions, which you can journal on or just contemplate. Um, I myself am more of a contemplator rather than journaler. I don't like writing. I don't like physically writing. Talking, fine. Thinking, great at. Overthinking, really, really good at. So I prefer to contemplate, but whatever works best for you is perfect. So I'd love to ask you, what are the benefits to me not raising my prices or potentially if you're somebody who books people in and doesn't uh, take a deposit or anything like that? So what are the benefits to me not raising my prices or making clients pay a deposit? Um chances are there's probably a little bit of rejection there. So you don't have to be rejected in whatever way, shape or form that might look like for you. Um, And so if they say yes to you right at the start, if you're super cheap or you're um, not taking a deposit, you're kind of like 
what you're doing is pushing the rejection to somewhere else. Usually there will be a no there or they don't show up or, you know, like whatever that looks like. Um, So instead, like you are still having to deal with that rejection. You're just dealing with it later. Um, And that is definitely one of the benefits to either charging less or, you know, whatever it is, because sometimes when we charge less as well, and I find this a lot in the beauty industry is that when they charge less, they, that's their marketing plan on getting people in. Whereas um, people who maybe charge more, their marketing is a lot more around the communication. So a lot of the time, what I find is people end up going to somewhere that charges more because of the way they communicate all that value. Um, and yeah, I just love you to have contemplate on what do you need to do to have a better relationship with what you're charging or what you're wanting to charge. Um, so yeah, that is where I'll leave it for now. Um, thank you so much for listening. I would love it if you could either share or, um, I don't think you can like podcasts. I don't really know. Um, If you could leave me a review or just share that you've listened to this, this would be absolutely amazing. And I will see you on the next one.